Oh boy. Oh boy. I knew that he was smoking pot all the time. Yeah, and I knew that he was tripping, you know, but then again, so was everyone else, you know, I mean, they were in for my We went to Joyce Sloan's, who was the matriarch of the Second City College. We drank a lot of Murray Brothers tea that night, just a, uh, psilocybin-like tea. It was uh, yeah, something uh, that, you know, expanded the brain at that point. And it's called magic mushrooms. It was really cold. And Farley's got on a t-shirt and no jacket. And he's just flailing himself on the ground. And he keeps doing dives and trying to slide. Eventually, we would start to stop it, Whale Boy. And we just kept riffing on it the rest of the night because Whale Boy was wet and Whale Boy was this. How do you do it? They came back and they had the idea. They said, first, guy who's a whale, but he's like part whale, part human. <laughs> I played Whale Boy's mother, and my character hated him because he was not perfect. You know, he was a whale boy.
The effect he would have on a live audience at Second City was just magical. I remember seeing him do Matt Foley. It would completely devastate the entire room. <laughs> the, everyone was breathlessly falling out of their chairs. Oh my I can't think of a hilarious part I've ever seen in Second City that couldn't have been understudied by someone. Matt Foley, they would try to bring in understudies for him if he had to go out of town, and it wouldn't work. It was such a unique character to him. My director was involved with Saturday Night Live. His name's Doug Close, and I asked Bill, what is it like on Saturday Night Live? What, what can I expect? He said, well, um, it's a lot like being shot out of a cannon. I remember when Lauren Michaels came <laughs> to see the show. Lauren and some of his producers come to Second City and make it a pilgrimage to find yeah. you know, Yeah, we all knew he was in the audience. So everybody's so doing all these shows. Even though we specifically come to see you, I'm sure everybody else is going, oh, okay, this is my big chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. And he doesn't say anything right away. He flies you out. He gives you a screen test. <laughs> and he might fly you out a second time. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and also see what kind of characters you do. Thing to watch as an older brother. But we still haven't figured out who shot me. I did. 
meetings I know, including myself, a lot of us are coming from a place of low self-esteem and they feel like, no, if I'm not being funny, I don't deserve to even be here. You know, and I definitely got that from Chris. He thought he was earning his right to be in the room by making people laugh. Get 30-day access to 
stream thousands of movies for free on Epix Now with any online order from Domino's. With new award from Chase Freedom Unlimited, I now earn even more cash back. Wow. Tell everyone. Hey, Rita, you now earn 3% on dining, including takeout. Bon appetit. Hey, Kim, you now earn 5% on travel purchase through Chase. Hey, Neil, you can earn 3% the drugstore. Buddy, I'm right here. Why are you yelling? Because that's what I do. You're always earning with 5% cash back on travel purchase through Chase. 3% of drugstores, 3% of dining, including takeout, and 1.5% of everything else you buy in the Chase. Make more of what you want. This is my wheat farm in Utah, thanks for my potato farm in Idaho, which complicates my taxes. Wish I could hand them off to an expert. I'll file those taxes for you. Hand them off. Thank you. Let an expert file for you into a TurboTax Live. Fingers and those nipples and jalapenos and brows. That was like 
stop it. Chris, stop it. Really, my eyes. He had really beautiful eyes. And he knew how to be charming. Swag. Either he had it or he had it. Yeah, a lot. Move. Chris never got like this big head about him. And, and if he started to, and we shit. would like totally rein that in. No, it was the opposite. I wanted him to have more self-doubt. Right? <laughs> we never felt like he was better than anybody else. I think he was oftentimes baffled when people treated him like he was better. I think of he did. always felt like, yeah, I'm, I'm still one of you. I'm a Midwestern guy. Charity events, the theater would pay us $100 to $300, which we were like, oh my God. And Chris never accepted the money. He would always say, I don't want to take the money. I want it to go back to the charity. Uh, you go to church, you'd be helping and volunteering and helping the homeless. He never told me about all those things. So I was so glad. Really knew he had a problem. He just did all these good deeds and never talked about it. They used to love to visit old people in their Yeah. Maybe a soup kitchen. Well, that was a good that stop. Yeah, yeah, he would, he would volunteer in our church in the Times Square and uh, visit the old people. Visit the old people. He was really good with that. There were these people that Chris had visited through the church and never told anyone about. Like he just would bring these people meals and make them laugh. And I remember seeing Chris's brother Tom uh, years later, and I said to Tom, I said. No, I didn't know Chris did that stuff. And Tom said, Brian, I'm his brother, and I didn't know he did that stuff. Tony Hall, who was a congressman in Dayton, Ohio, Tony told me that his son was a big SNL fan, and uh, that with Matt, that he was very sick. I said to Matt, you know, who's your favorite cast member? He said, Barney.
Yeah. Pretty good. Fuck you. Back or something. I think he said, Bullshit and those guys, 
It's five years. They they just did five. Right. Five they years. did five years. I'm gonna do five years. That's five years. Said. Yeah. We're still gonna get to be in your movies. Sure you are, Chris. <laughs> Tell me about Hollywood, Norman. Does he just look at this window? Is it time for movies? Okay. Well, I guess we're done here. SNL's over. It's a crazy place to work and mm. talk to people who also went through the same thing, and everyone has their various levels of of uh, shell shock from it. Yeah. That was extremely difficult. It's a difficult business for a person that's sensitive. You put that much work into something and uh, it gets panned. Artists are very sensitive. And effective, for sure. Um, it hurts feelings. Yeah. You want to spam something anybody else? David Pat falls down. Fucking doing this for no reason. I also like the fact that it kept him grounded a little bit, you know, that he could get back to his Midwestern roots and uh, connect with real people. When I met Chris, he approached me at a cafe in the Bloomingdale's building and um, we started talking. He invited me to a birthday party at Gibson's that night. We went out and we had dinner. We ended up talking. I went to work at nine in the morning. The receptionist said, you have a call on line one. Hi, this is Chris Barley. I met you last night. I'm like, oh, hi. And he's like, why weren't you drinking? I'm like, I don't drink. And I've been sober for a few years. And he's like, well, I didn't drink either. And he asked if I wanted to meet up with him and go to a meeting that night when you're trying to be sober. It's a really precious gift. There's no right way to treat an addict in the midst of their addiction. If there was, then there wouldn't be a lot of addictions anymore. Oh. That way you have it cured. Every person is different. Tough love on tough people works great. Really loving someone embracing them works great. But the bottom line is... You don't know where it is. So you ask them what... There were many work. times we were at restaurants and I would get so mad. We're both drinking... You can't tell them what to do. Avion and oh, the table over there just had a bottle of wine. I'm like, great. That's great. And then when he goes you to the bathroom, to somebody tapping him on the back saying, hey, what I have something for you. From if I had access to that all the time, I probably need to would be have here really for bad you? days. You need to stay away. You need time. Uh, what kind of silly question is that? But I live for to it. Figure out oh, oh, yourself. Oh, 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 help. From Thank you, sir. People. And he goes, you have to raise your hand. My name's Chris. I'm Al Bob. Yeah. Say. You shouldn't be able to do it by yourself. You need somebody else to help you. They were doing Black Sheep, and they were doing a preview to see how you know, to party the track. Yeah. And Chris goes, oh, you want to come? I'm like, yeah. And the next commercial is over. Farley at Beer Street. That was fun. Oh, Chris is amazing. Carrie. I feel the spirit here now. He's hmm. here. You're crazy. Shit, music. music. I feel a spirit here tonight. Thank you. He has a spirit. He's gonna be right there then. Talking to you. Yeah, I'm not sure. 
if he just slow down. You know, there's people looking to him to do serious stuff. I wish I could have seen Farley like won an Oscar for playing. Was he supposed to play Fatty Arbuckle? I want to see that movie so bad it's stupid. He called me about that and he said it's a really serious film. Do you think I could do it? I said yes. You can do it because you can break people's hearts. I think that would have meant a lot to him because he really wanted to be a good actor. That's what he really needed. Some somewhere to stretch. He could get bored really easy. I don't want to do this next. I want to do this instead. In Chicago, he would do scenes that just had some of the most subtle, beautiful acting moments, and it was all in his face. You know, it had nothing to do with his physicality or anything. I'm trying to get this shit done, man. Why'd you let me? He wasn't falling down. He wasn't doing any of that stuff, which I loved all that stuff. But it was so great to just see him have a moment where all the all the emotion was coming through his eyes. He had an opportunity to do Cable Guy. Cable Guy. I spoke to Rossio and Elliot, who wrote Shrek, and they said they patterned uh, Shrek and the donkey after Spade and Farley and Tommy Boy. He recorded some Shrek. I could see why they thought of him for it. Just the kind of strength combined with childhood vulnerability and fragility. You know, he combined all those things so perfectly. People see me and they go, ah, help! I'm being stupid, stinky, smelly, ugly, odor. Trust uh, 
that you know normally not those guys anyway, so I really could give that a lot of anyway. <laughs> I've always said to somebody like Chris, you know, you're going back to your 16th rehab or what 17th rehab. If you keep doing the same thing, what's gonna be different about this one? But you know, you're trying. I played way too long. Um, and I didn't enjoy it anymore, and it wasn't giving me anything, and it wasn't filling anything up, and it was just worthless. So I, I, I surrendered. I said, don't do it at all. And it worked so far. That's called addiction. Addiction. The dark side took over. Not always fun to work with somebody like that who's irresponsible and doesn't have control. They get good results if you can capture that, you know, <laughs> a sketch or uh, work with that person every day. <coughs> Not the top of my list. We were doing a movie for Norm MacDonald. I just did a, like a walk-on one-day thing, and oh, Chris was there for a while. The only time I ever saw him in a really bad mood. Just what was this thing here? Yeah. You bastard. It was much harder for me to say things to him like I used to when, when we were younger. And that second city, he was famous and he seemed more distracted and life was just bigger and more intense. We do need a host for October 25th. Okay. This is something, sir. I mean, fatty falls down, ratings go up. <laughs> Believe me, I know. But how do I know he's not going to screw up? No, because I will. When he came back to to host the show that fell apart. Yeah, you could see it. It was, uh, it was a horrible, horrible thing. Uh, I hadn't seen him for a while. Can't watch. Don't like. You're coming, you're coming. your toe. I should know how to shoes before. It wasn't on purpose. Fuck. Still hurts. Now it's bigger off fucking. Content shit for well, five minute bullshit ain't shit, so what you guys fucking listen about. And some thing goes in about an hour anyways. Let you go about that long if I see her right after that. Right on, cocksuckers.